It's the December 31st, 2017, New Year's Eve, leading into 2018, which, at least for me, this is Mike Hogan on the East Coast. Uh, we're starting this show right at 11 p.m. Whoa. We may this end Bob, it. This is uh, Bob Nasanovich on the uh, Central Time Yeah, zone, Bob, so. you, you, got a little, uh, you got a little time, but we may be... A uh, bit of a cushion, as they say. While we're talking, it may be New Year's for me, so... Uh, yeah. It's good though. That's the way I, you know. Yeah, it'll, it'll no, be fun. Good. We'll be that celebrating. That was Crooked from Des Moines. That was Crooked Taurus. My friends uh, Jordan and Javi, that I recorded them live a little bit in snippets the other night when they played at the Yacht Club right down the street when it was twelve degrees, a healthy twelve degrees. Now we're looking at minus twelve. Wow. And for the first time ever, little ghost, he lifted his back left leg and he said, "No more, no more, you know, no more." <laughs> No moss. You did a reverted Duran on me. Ghosty said, uh, uh, I don't like this cold weather. Uh, well, no, thank- no, no, I mean, like, he's, because he's like a polar bear with black spots, but, like, he finally waved the white flag, but he's, he might bark during the show. Nice. Well, good. Well, uh, thanks for starting it off with the new intro tune. And I'm- Taurus, a band to follow from Des Moines. I, I, I will check them out. That's, that was cool. Um, I'm gonna start the show off. I'm gonna I'm gonna be playing three songs from 2017. You're damn right, you are. Yeah, all from 2017. That's a good, you know a good good year for music. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of good stuff in my, you know, I mean, not all of it. The, actually, the first song I'm gonna play is probably the best known of them. But I'm 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 trying to um, go for some less obvious stuff. Maybe some stuff that 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 got a little overlooked this year. Um, so yeah. That's the idea. I'll probably uh, the first show of next year, which I think we'll do on Wednesday. Uh, I think I'll continue the theme. You're gonna stay in the vein. Yeah, I'm gonna keep. I, I think like I'm. You know, I don't even know how kosher I am with playing too many songs for 2017. I think I'm gonna play a couple, but that's all. You know. No, no problem. You do what, yeah, what you got to do. What do you man. got? What do you kick us off? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick us off with uh, like I said, the probably the best known of the three. Charlotte Gainsbourg. It's her first album, I think, in about five years. Uh, oh, good, she's back. She is back, and uh, yeah, I miss this. She's back in a big way. This is it's a good record. I've only listened to it a couple times, but it's uh, it's good. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a song called "Deadly Valentine." It's a big one. It's about six cool. minutes long. So sit back and Whoa. sit back and dig it.
Charlotte Gainsbourg, Bob. She's back. Yeah, she's still doing. I mean, like, she, no, come on. What a weird life she's led. Yeah, she's, she's come a long way since Lemon Incest, just, hasn't she? A little kid, she made a song <laughs> called Lemon Incest. Yeah, she's come a long way since that one, huh? And she's a famous at French actress. Right. Like, uh, sure. Well, and know, of course, the daughter of Serge. And, like, um, her, her mother is Jane Birkin. And of yep. course, her father is Serge Gainsbourg. Yeah. You could have snippeted some Serge. Oh, I'm going to play some. I think I'm going to play some in a, in a future show. I mean, there's plenty. Well, to, to I do. guarantee you will. But, yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways. I mean, I, I could snippet lemon incest if you want. Well, that's up to you. In fact, let's. Um, I mean, that that was. You've heard that song, right? Yeah. Let's go ahead and um, go to the modern era, like, despite the fact that it was recorded this year. This, These are two dudes from London, uh, Caulfield Beats, that are also fully electronic. And uh, this is off their 2017 album, New Acid. <laughs> Thank you. 
Caulfield Beats. So maybe homemade homemade uh, garage electronic is like the new lo-fi. Yeah, that was uh, that was cool. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, '90s Acid, or sorry, '90s Love Acid Part Two. It's the name yeah. of that tune. Yeah, no, it's apparently a freak scene, and um, you know, I don't know what to say either. But like, groovy beats, wicked freaky stuff. And uh, part of 2017, and you're going to the same roar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I'll keep it on that side of the pond. We're we're plowing through these songs here. We maybe we, you know I don't know. We'll, we'll either zoom well, in. Well, they're so good, we don't have much to say, do we? We you don't know? really. But you know, they're so uh, modern. Like the thing know, is, away from like you know, like this is where guys like you and me are stunned. Like. This is modern music. It right? is modern so Charlotte music. Charlotte Gainsbourg, who's been around forever. Yeah. And the Caulfield Beats, who are sort of newish, think they've been around for about five years. Like, they're kind of stunning. Like, it's a bit like, you know, because we come it's, from like guitar, paced, bass, drums, right. like sort of an organic approach. And like, right. Neither, neither. I think those songs both work well together because they're both current and decidedly not guitar-based and decidedly not lo-fi. Like, those are some well-done productions that actually sound good. You know, there's there's some some of those can veer into overproduced, but I think both of those work in their own genres and work in their own on their own terms. Uh, they're both big Well, songs. just like a really good movie that's too long. Yeah. Okay? I think that, like, perhaps both in their own way might suffer from like poor editing um yeah maybe you know I what i mean because like and yeah. like that's part of like the dance groove like okay we yeah. got it going on like we got it right. going on i mean right. i don't know what i mean i've been to a charlotte gainsbury live show and nor have i seen a cocktail beast live show obviously but like we're not talking about the three-minute form no. there's a certain amount of self-indulgence that i can't relate to yeah i know that's that's fair that's fair i mean i think and I think that's part of it. It's it's creating a production and creating a sound and a feel that is in a way beyond the song. It's not really the song as much as it is a the vibe and the vibe. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. We're used to like you know we're we're raised on on like yeah the three minute form. Right. Exactly. You know? And it's and it's like, hard to do that. Shorter than five. I mean, that Caulfield Beat song was five minutes. The Charlotte Gainsbourg song was six minutes. Uh, but they could have been twice as long. You know, they could have. Ridden- where, where, where I sit in my little house in Des Moines, like I put out a record by Schwerbon this year and a record by Odd Pets. Like they're very much in the two to three minute form. Well, that's where I'm going to go next. <laughs> that's where I'm going next, man. Where are you going? I'm going to stay over on that side of the pond. I'm going to go to Bristol. Okay. Bristol. No, I was just there. I was just there at a wonderful night. There. Yeah? Like a really good night. Nice. First night of the tour I did with Shorvan, and I DJed in the bar downstairs, and like Shorvan opened for Thurston Moore, who played solo, and it was a, a wonderful night, and it was a bit mob, because he yeah. could have played for a lot more people, but... Sure. So, I mean, I've been to Bristol, like, whew. Paid more to play there like five times. So I've been there like six or seven nights. Saw Bell and Sebastian there with my wife and my buddies John and Emma. And like, it's a good city. Nice. I, I've never been. Um, right on the edge of Wales. Okay. Well, I'll have yeah. to check it out. We'll, we'll, we'll make a trip. We'll, not, we'll go not to. Not too far from Bath Racecourse or Chepstow Racecourse. Okay. Well, we can hit Hull and then we can go over to Bristol and go to the, go to those racecourses as well. But, uh, but yeah, so so the band I'm going to play is called Idols. Okay, yeah. Don't know if you know them, but they put out an album this year called Brutalism, which is a fairly... I know of them. I yeah, know of them. It's a, it's a fairly uh, appropriate title for this record. This is this is some muscular punk rock, but oh, really, really good stuff. 
very British, very punk. And uh, let's do it. This one's called Sendall Syndrome. Perfect. Idols. It was painted by a two-year-old kid Hot air Hot air Ignorance is bliss here Well, I'm not pleased As you spread your opinion Like a wretched disease Hot air Hot air Did you see that photo What Bellingham took? He needs to take a leaf out the screensaver book Hot air Hot air If all photos were as you wanted them to be There would be page three as far as the eye could see Hot air Hot air Forgive me, you shall soon hear Here lies the one I Nothing like him, what's a fucking dip? Hot air Hot air Did you see that painting what Braski had done? Looks like it was drawn by my four-year-old son Hot air Hot air Idols. There you go, Bob. Punk rock. Five dudes from Bristol. Yeah. So there you go. Back to the three-minute form. Fertilism. Yeah. That actually, that actually clocked in less than two and a half minutes. So, uh, you know, we, we brought back some time. But uh, they're a band. Well, they must be. I mean, they're very demonstrative live. I can only imagine. I've seen from them is live videos. Really? On I've, YouTube. Uh, I can only imagine what it would be like to see them. I mean, I saw a bunch of bands like them years ago. 20, well, sure 20, we did, but they're bringing it back. Like obviously, they are. Seaford Mods comes to mind. It, absolutely, they're like they're like Seaford, Seaf, yeah, Seaford Mods, but really, really amped up. Well, no, Seaford Mods are just like one guy singing, one guy like you know pressing buttons for sure. But I, but and that's like you know that's a five piece uh, rock and roll band. But but I, I I can see a kinship between the two bands for sure. We'll make a hell of a double bill, but I don't know if people like that get along. Because, you know, <laughs> one thing I know they get along with anyone, though. Like, <laughs> they got to play shows with people. England's a violent country. Yeah. You know, so thank God they don't have guns. Right. So uh, they're a band. Do you ever hear, do you ever listen to Leatherface? Um, not much. Yeah. Not much, actually. The, not much. Idols remind me a bit of Leatherface. Who? Uh, Leatherface is such an incredible name for a band. Leatherface. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, uh, it's a bit intimidating. It is. It is. I'll play some on a, on a future show. They're they're a yeah. good. Uh, now, like when you say you're gonna play things on a future show, do you like grab a sharpie and write that down? <laughs> gotta play Leatherface. I do the digital version of it. Yeah, I have like there a. I have a, a like an on my iPhone. I have a notes file that has like all the ideas for my, you know, songs to bring to the show. So now do you do the same thing with like horse racing with like horse finders? Mm, like, no, for that, I usually will like put in the alert and then I get an email when the right, horse the alert. or whatever, but yeah, uh, so this kind of thing, like that's the weird thing about like, you know, being a horse better and also being a music fan. Like it's all about alerts. It is about alerts. Cause you got to get alerted. Right, we you know. Gotta, I mean, gotta, I don't know when the band's coming to town. Right now to Jackie Lynn, who's uh, 
Jackie Lynn is uh, I'm gonna play next and play Alien, Alien Love, and uh, it's a record I believe it came out like might have crept into 2007. It could have been 2016. It's a Thrill Jockey record, great label Thrill Jockey. They've been around for for 26 years. Bettina Richards, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, I don't know how many bands you like on that label. Quite a few. Right. Quite a few. Yeah. And and like they're going strong. Actually, like recently they've like actually like latched on to some sort of metal phase, but in a very in a Chicago label. Yeah, sure. And sort of in a co- controversial sense, like this artist, Haley Four is her name, and like I've played her before, and I'm, I speak very highly of her. I'm a huge fan, and uh, she she in this context she decided to create an alter ego, which is a weird thing to do. And she like created this like imaginary person from Tennessee who was kind of an outlaw. And uh, then like recently, she put out a record on Drag City, which is like also a Chicago label, similar age of labels. And like apparently, there's like a little bit of controversy on the streets in Chicago. Like you don't make the Thrill jockey to drag city move. So, <laughs> right, right. It's yeah. I don't even know how that really works, but like, anyways, this is off. I believe the last record she made for for Thrill Jockey, I think it crept in the two thousand. Could have been put out. Like, I mean, I bought mine in two thousand seventeen, but I'm always at least three months late to the game whenever I do. And this is uh, Alien Love by Jackie Lynn. Say your name. 
bringing the electronica tonight. I am double bubble electronica. Yeah, I was not expecting that. I mean, I know Circuit to You. You played them on a previous show or her on a previous show. Well, I love the I love the album In Plain Speech, which is on Thrill Jockey. Yeah, and like the Drag City record, it it was like I think it was released in October and just recently arrived in my house, and I've listened to it a couple of times. And it's one of those things, like a lot of things that you like, that you know, it takes a a bit of uh, getting used to. It's dense. So. Yeah, it's not a. It, it's the the kind of record that feels like it rewards multiple listens. Exactly. Yeah. Let's hope so. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like Xyloris White, where it's just like magic from the start. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Sure. So. No, but it's uh, you know it's. It's one that I've seen at or near the top of many critics' lists, and and look, what I'm not, uh, I'm what, not reaching for Indigo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Who are these critics? I don't know. Ask your pitchfork. You got it. You got pitchfork buddies. All these pitch. Yeah, one pitchfork buddy, mm-hmm. and like Mark Hogan. Yeah. And like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I ask him all the time, and like he's actually the guy that like got in trouble for like for rating albums too low. Uh, huh. huh. But who, who knows how that goes? Yeah, grades on What's, a curve. That's a weird thing about like Pitchfork that I found out many years ago because like oh, it'd be like six or seven. Oh fuck, I don't even know. Like about eight years ago, I think. He, I was living on Kingman Boulevard here in Des Moines, and. Uh, or no, I was touring with those over Jews, so it would have been 11 years ago. And, like, if you get a low rating on Pitchfork, you're, like, dead in the water. Like, it affects your distribution. Like, hmm. I guess they wield a lot of power, which is kind of weird. Like, hmm. so if you get those guys on a bad day, who knows? But, like, right. thankfully, like, all of payments work was yeah, they were done and dusted when they were young. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, know, right. Like, you know... I think they're probably pretty hard on the jicks and like, you know, definitely hard on on the spiral stairs. I mean, like, I don't even know, like, yeah. what you know. Yeah, I'm not a part of the game. I'm friends with like I can't even name them. Like, just keep on. I went to one party like when I was in Chicago. I went to some sort of thing where it was like the 100 best songs of the 90s. Like. <laughs> You sit on the couch, you grab a beer, and, like, they're playing videos and stuff, and, like, it was weird to stumble over there with Whitney and my my, my buddy Jeff Dukes, who's been a friend of mine for since I was 18 years old. We're going to Mexico City in a few weeks. We'll have a good time with, our, with my man, Kenny Jackson. But that's all beside the point. Like, I don't really know how it works, rock criticism, because, like, when I think of rock criticism, I think of, like, conflict and butt rag and like yeah you know and chemical imbalance and forced and exposure forced exposure yeah. exactly sure you know so i don't i mean like or even like today like quietus and I, I guess like the english equivalent might be quietus to like pitchfork or wire wire don't pay much attention to that you don't know the wire i don't even know like it's all the wires numbers. the wire's a little more experimental and uh avant-garde but yeah they're they're Still, still going strong. But it's a weird thing. Is like, you know, on this podcast, we basically just like kind of listen to things and like, you know, obviously you do a wonderful job of celebrating a lot of old things, and I, I appreciate you for that because, like, you know, over the last thirty or so episodes, you've introduced me to a lot of older things that I was completely unaware of, and um, you know, I've mixed in some things that you haven't heard as well. Yeah, for but sure. Like, I don't even know where it all where it all happens, where it all goes. Like, it is weird. Like, sort of like, I mean, I would never claim to have any formal opinion. Because one thing I learned as a college radio DJ when I was like twenty one is like music snobbery is all out the door. Yeah. Okay. Right. And like, and like Marky Hogan, like who I DJ with, like, he'll. I mean, he's more likely to like play like Beyonce and like. I mean, not even know. I mean, like, right. who knows? Sure. I mean, like, yeah. Here's I'm, the thing, I'm Bob. just, like, trying to make sure he can put a needle on a record. I mean, like, I love him like a brother, you know, like, he's a good dude. But, I, I mean, I can't imagine being a staffer. Right. Right. Now, here, here's the thing. 
we're fans. We're not critics. I'm not a critic. You're not a critic. I think we're critics. Not, we are critics. Well, we're not. Not in. But you know what I'm saying. We're not here. We're not. We're here to celebrate that which we love. We're not getting paid to listen to every record that comes out and have an opinion upon it. I don't. There are a bunch of records. Well, I don't, I'm, un, I'm unemployed. You're not getting paid shit either. No, no, <laughs> I mean, you've got a decent gig, right? Digital sure. marketing or something, sure. you know. Sure. But but what I'm saying is neither of us are getting paid for our opinions upon the music. We're just doing it because we love it. So I'm not going to spend any time trashing something that I don't love. You know, I mean, if I don't love it, I don't love it. I move on, and that's the point. So, what's really weird would be to get like a record in the mail. Or a CD in the mail or something, and like have to listen to it, and like despite your mood, it's like, you know, one of the weird things about having a mood is like, I mean, I'm a gambler, so like, yeah, and you know, we all try to separate like gambling and eating and petting our dogs from like, you know, everything that happens in life, but like. I mean, who knows? Like, I can't imagine, like, if you're listening to, like, a pile of music in a bad mood and you're using a rating system, like, I don't really know how it works, but it's amazing how it affects distribution. So, like, one of the great things about doing this podcast is, like, you get music, you listen to music new and old, and you, like, you know, you form your own opinion. Like, I mean, you know... Lord knows, Mike, some of the things you played, like, I didn't like some of the things I loved. Sure. You know, it's same, yeah. it's vice versa. Yeah. You know. Yep. Absolutely. So, and then one thing, you know, and believe me, like, I mean, well, one thing that stands out from this year was you turned me on to that Renderers record. <laughs> renderers. We should play more Renderers. Well, we should play a lot of great things, yeah. you know. I love the and Renderers. Like, They're one of my favorite know, we're, bands. Again, we're combined, like, 98 years old. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, we are combined 98 years old. Uh, Almost. Not quite. No, we're getting there. Getting there. Getting close. But who the hell knows, you know? Yeah. I can't play worth a shit. You can't play worth a shit. So (laughs) So, my mind is is blown by, like, uh, all the characters involved everywhere along the way. It's a pleasure to be a part of this. But where are you going next? I'm going to, you know, I'm going to uh, the West Coast, Oakland, California. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna play a guy. This is you a guy. Too. This is yeah. I'm staying in 2017, 2017, y'all. We got uh, at least on my end, we got about 23 minutes left of 2017. So I'm celebrating it. Uh, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm I'm ignore that which I don't like. I'm ignoring both musically and otherwise for 2017. Yeah. But I'm celebrating that which I do like. Um, this is a guy named Greg Ashley. Uh, he's been in a couple different bands. Grease Grease, I think, was one. Uh, another band called Mirrors, not to be confused with the Cleveland, Seminole Cleveland punk band. Um, but he had he, another Seminole uh, Cleveland punk band. Yeah. Oh, love Cleveland punk. Cleveland punk, New Zealand pop, um, you know, Mississippi blues. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, Greg Ashley, he put out an album called Pictures of St. Paul Street. And this is a record that uh, my buddy, who I've mentioned on the, the podcast, he was he's a regular listener to this podcast. He was a regular listener to my previous podcast, which was the Horse which Racing one? one. Which one? The DRF Players podcast. So uh, who's the dude? Matt Hansis. Uh, yeah. Good guy. He's a, he's a buddy of um, your, your friends, uh, the Go-To-Beds. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Cool. So uh, he tipped me onto this one because I think he he knows the sort of oh, stuff. Me and my buddy Tracy Keats Wilson from Positive No in, in uh, Richmond, we both are are going to be featured. Hopefully, if if we pass the test on the new Go to Bed's record. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I guarantee <laughs> she well, she can sing. Uh, I can't. I'm. I can't. Uh, yeah, I, I I can't imagine what it what it is, but I can't wait to hear it. Um, so yeah, so Matt Matt knows my my taste, and he tipped me to this one, thinking that well, I'd I can't. Like I can guarantee TK Dubs did a better job than I did. <laughs> For one thing, she spent fifty bucks, went to a studio. But when <laughs> TK Dubs, man, followed her, Tracy okay. Keats Wilson. Okay, all right. And her man Kenny Close, positive no RVA, man, good band. Okay, good band. Play him, play him, bring him. I will do. Yeah, bring I will do. 
Brigham. All right, well, this is, uh, this is Greg Ashley. This is from Pictures of St. Paul Street. I'll play it, and then we'll talk a little bit about him. Um, and this song is called 6 a.m. at the Black and White. Sometimes I remember the good old days
cheery little song for you, Bob. I really enjoyed that. So, Greg Ashley, that's a really good record. That's the last song on Pictures of St. Paul Street. Um, I gotta buy that. But boy, he is... um, I That's worry like vinyl, for, right? It is, yeah. It's available on vinyl. Um, I worry for the man because uh, he, why? He must be a young man. He's relatively young, but like it's a some really really dark record lyrically, really dark. I mean, you can you can tell from that song. Well, maybe he gets it all out of his system. Then. Well, let's hope. But um, but boy. You know, it's it's some dark, dark stuff. I mean, it's like... Well, I've been around a bunch of dark artists. Like, it's, you know. it's like, it reminds me of a little bit like an American Leonard Cohen or, you know, the more song-based Nick Cave era, but but like... Oh, come on now. No, no. Well, but like like when... when no, Nick Cave is like nowhere near as good as Greg Ashley. Okay, well, some might Aside dispute from that. like three or four songs. I, I just I just mean like like the songs. I, mean to like insult Cave. I just mean the songs about self abuse, chemically and otherwise. I mean it's it's a pretty dark record, but it's really really good, you know. And musically and lyrically, it feels kind of kin to Leonard Cohen. I think Leonard Cohen is obviously a huge influence on on Greg Ashley. He recorded uh, a full song-by-song song rendition of a Leonard Cohen record. So he's clearly a fan. Um, wow. And, you know, who's not? It's a, but, uh, it's a man that died in, in November of 2016, 16, Leonard right? Cohen. Exactly. And, and he's the songwriter of the song that you're going to play. Yeah. So I'm going to send us off in the year with uh, Roberta Flack, First Takes, 1969. Tell a quick story about my dad. My Dude. father died uh, seven years ago or so. He would have died uh, February 19th. I was at Foss last race course. And like, that's, all, you know, that's all beside the point. He was 74 years old. So, you know, what a grand life he led. You know? and, uh, but but like, when I was going through like, his stuff, I found like three albums underneath his bed. And he had... I think it was by accident. It was sort of kind of thrown there. It was Booker T and the MGs, a Barry White record, and Roberta Flack first takes. Then he had like uh, address labels on him from Canisius Lake, the place where we used to stay when we were kids, a little cottage. And uh, and uh, this is Roberta Flack's rendition of Hey, That's No Way to Say Goodbye on first takes. I loved you in the morning, our kisses deep and warm. Your hair upon the pillow like a sleepy golden storm. Many love before us, I know we are not new. In city and in forest, they love like me. Now it's come to distances and both of us must try Your eyes fill with sorrow Hey, that's no way to say goodbye I'm not looking for another as I wonder in my time me to the corner our steps will always rhyme you know my love goes with you your love stays with me it's just the way life changes like the shoreline of the sea let's not talk of love or change things we can untie your eyes fill with sorrow
Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob Senior. Ten minutes right? in the year. Ten minutes in the year. Was that Bob Senior? Yeah, oh, Bob Senior. Yeah, bless him. Yeah, yeah. Bless him. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for that one. Probably my favorite. One of my well, I don't know. It's, I've got so many, but definitely one of my favorite Leonard Cohen songs. Love that version. Happy New Year. Happy man. New Year. Happy yeah. New Year. Happy New Year to all of you listening too. Thank you so yeah. much. For sticking with we'll us. We'll be back in the new year. Yeah. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. Yeah. yeah. We're going to at least 60 more episodes in us. <laughs> at All least. Right. All Bobby right. Mike, thank you. Great job. Thank you. Happy New Year, Bob. Yeah.